What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, 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 what is <laughs> right? that? So that's called Anamenaguchi, and okay. it's by Miku featuring Hatsune Miku. Ah, a digital pop star. Yes. Yes. Uh, playing at Coachella this year. Can't wait. Really? Well, no. I, that okay, just kind of well, You know what? <laughs> but that sounded pretty good. Hey, listen, when we need to talk about music, we got to talk to one guy, and that's Eric Alper, who joins us, freelance music publicist, and, of course, a host on Sirius XM. Hey, Eric, how you doing? I think I'm okay, but this topic is going to depress me, isn't it? Yeah, it, ditto for me. Like, I mean, is this the future of live music? It, is it live music? Well, how do you see this? Well, it, it is it is live music. The problem is, is, in case the people don't realize it, but that's not a real person that you played. That is an entire invention made up of a media company creating, using AI technology, a brand new artist with songs that are climbing up the Spotify and new music charts around the world. And this is, you know, it, it really shouldn't be surprising that we're getting to this point because right now on the Billboard Hot 100, there's about 30% of the songs that we all know and love that have been created with the use of AI technology, whether that was helping out the artist finish off a lyric or creating an orchestra with the hit of a button or helping out with a melody. This is just the next step, which is going to be labels and managers and booking agents creating AI pop stars for the very future. Eric, let me, I'm going to put my feet up on the desk here right now and grab a coffee because I think you're really going to spout off when I ask you this. Certainly this cannot be the wave of the future. I mean, what happened to the good old days, Eric? Well, you know, look, I, I mean, manufactured or not, yeah, I think that we're used to manufactured, you know, boy bands going right back to the Beatles of like looking the same and sounding like pop music. Um, you know, the Spice Girls were all put together, you know, with Sven Galli's behind the scenes, making sure that there was a cute one and a smart one and a sporty one. But this takes them to a whole new level. And, you know, if you're a record label, this is probably great for you. Not only can you now have this AI pop star answer questions on social media 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it could relate and engage with the fans without stopping for a drink of water or wanting to walk the dog or anything like that. There's also a pretty consistency in the performance. You don't have to worry about drug and alcohol or mental health problems. It's going to be the exact same performance as you created in the first place. The possibilities if you're a record label is kind of endless. This is going to sound kind of dumb, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway because I do throw dumb out there frequently on this show. But, <laughs> uh, see, part of the appeal to me is to go to a concert, hear somebody perform. They may have a good night or a bit of an off night, but you know what? You know, there have been some performers I've seen, and I'm thinking, well, I've seen him perform better or seen her perform better. Uh, maybe there'll be a better performance the next time around. But if this is just going to be pumped out like this, I don't know if that interests me. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I, I think it, essentially what you're getting to is that there's really no authentic em emotion that's being involved in any of this. Sure. Um, you know, you could have those those really bad notes or that bad song, um, or you can even have a great song thanks to the energy that the crowd is giving you back when you're on stage. That's why 
concerts meant so much more to people after the shutdown and the lockdown during COVID is because we missed that human connection. We wanted to see the body on stage. You want to see Bruce Springsteen or Madonna breathing the same air as you, even if you are in an arena. Um, it's going to create a lot of unemployment in the music industry with human musicians and songwriters and so many other creative professionals are probably going to be out of a job once this kind of hits. But here's the thing. The audience that loves this kind of technology don't care. They're used to watching anime cartoons. They're used to watching other people perform on stream when they're doing video games, for instance. They're used to having that emotion being given to them through the use of AI technology. And I don't know if they really care so much because these new music fans that are between the ages of like 8 to 15-year-olds, they're growing up with this in their lives firsthand. Yeah. And so, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Oh, time passing once again. Now, Eric, you've seen a ton of concerts. So have I. I there's not a lot of people that I have not seen perform. I'm sure you're the exact same way. But this is the thing that's going to bother me about this more than anything. I went to Las Vegas once, and Elton John was doing uh, the concerts at uh, the Coliseum at uh, Caesars Palace. Mm. Went to a late show. It was the latest show of the evening, or early in the morning, if you will. And uh, <laughs> it just happened that on that particular performance, his good friend, Billie Jean King, was in the crowd, and it was, his, it was her birthday. And so they decided, and it just it was it seemed very. I don't think it was planned. I think it was very organic. They may have talked about it backstage briefly, but they decided to extend the concert by like an extra forty minutes to celebrate her birthday. And we kind of got taken along with the the whole experience. And the problem for me is when you start doing this kind of stuff, there's not going to be any sudden movement. There's not going to be any spontaneity. That's the way I see it. How do you view it? Um, to a certain extent, you know, we all know on, say, Twitter or Facebook, there are trending topics when an artist passes away, when a politician does something good or bad, when there's a natural disaster. Um, we can all post in real time with our real emotion um, to the rest of the world. There's no reason to think that this AI, this AI pop star or creators can do the same thing in real time. So, you know, where you can think that Billie Jean King was in the audience and, and that was all done on the fly, AI and the creators can actually create things like that without you even knowing about it. You may think that all of that was done <laughs> very spontaneously, yeah. um, and, it, and it might have been, but once you get the feeling like your favorite song or your favorite movie scene or something in art that you are used to from a human creator, once you realize that it was created entirely from computers, you either love it or you hate it. But this isn't new. The Beatles created glorious music using the best form of technology, but it was back in 1967. Right. I mean, they were technology freaks. Um, some people didn't like it. Some people wanted the She Loves You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people had their minds blown by Sgt. Pepper and Revolver. So this is just another step in it. Well, they went crazy and put a sitar into their music. Right. right? right. How and, dare they uh, use a, 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 an instrument from another country that absolutely. people weren't used to. I love it. I think, I, I think it's great. But on this particular case, and let's kind of back up a little bit here. We're talking about Coachella, which is obviously one of the most visible music festivals in the world. I'm kind of curious to know, what are you hearing about the responses? It's got to be wildly different to this one. 
very, very quiet. Um, really? It, it's, yeah, it's surprising that a lot of the big media outlets in the U.S. haven't really covered this, most of the, mostly because they're covering the fact that No Doubt is going to be coming back for a reunion. But so far, though, this hasn't made waves as much as I thought it was from the music press, from the technology side of things. And the news people, they're getting all over this. But from the music, I think that's because they know what's coming. Look, not even four hours ago, Sports Illustrated just announced that they were laying off their entire staff from, yes. from the magazine. Um, they've been using AI technology to, to create articles without anybody even knowing about it. I wonder if the music industry is kind of not being so jumping up and down on this because they know that they don't really have a handle on it all yet. So, so I have to ask you, is this a quirky or is this a landmark decision by these organizers? It's a huge decision. Um, what's going to be interesting is how the promoters of other concerts and other booking agents around the world are going to look at this and say, I wonder if we can do this now with, say, bringing Roy Orbison out on tour or the Beatles out on tour. Um, we've already seen last year the Beatles use AI technology in order to separate a lot of noise from John Lennon's voice from yeah. a crappy cassette for a brand new song. Um, this is going to be interesting to see. I mean, who wouldn't want to see ABBA from 1977 in hologram form with using AI technology in order to talk to people as if they were still kind of one foot in today, but one foot back in 1977. It's going to be really fascinating to see where this goes you just made me feel very old because i did see abba in 1977 <laughs> at the concert here this is the start a kid, of the, but yeah this absolutely is, this is the start of their north american tour here that way they could kind of get it going a little bit okay so uh, to kind of wrap it up with coachella they're big there's no denying that does this make it bigger or not it's certainly a ballsy decision they're making yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a viral moment for sure. I think a lot of people are going to be curious to see how they can put an AI pop star on stage and still give off the impression that you're still having fun rather than, say, watching screens all the time. But, yeah. you know, electronic DJs have been doing this forever. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's definitely going to be one to keep your eye on because I don't think this is going to be the last story this year that's going to involve something like this. See, I like to try to keep up with the times, but I, I guess I made a stupid decision last week. I decided my 65th birthday comes up on the 19th of November. You can circle that on your calendar. And uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is appearing here that night, and I decided that's what I want to do. I want to go see The Boss on that particular night. I hope it really is The Boss on stage that night. Well, if, if he starts off every song with one, two, three, four, you know that you're watching the real one. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Eric, thanks very much. Always great chatting with you. There's always stuff to talk about when it comes to music, and we appreciate your time today. Th thank you so much for having me. We'll talk soon. All right, see you later.